You are listening to a Victory Alabang podcast. How does Jesus come just in time in spite of opportunities that we missed? Find out in week one of our Christmas series, Just in Time, in this message by Pastor Jonathan Ramirez. Tayo po ngayon sa araw na ito, speaking of Christmas, ano, ang title po ng ating bagong Christmas series is Just in Time. Sabihin nyo nga, Just in Time. Yan po ang ibig sabihin niyan is just in time ang pagdating po ng Panginoong Isus sa sangkatauhan, God will never, never be late in His, in His answer, not just to our prayers, but even to the entire, His, His, His promise to the entire humanity. Now, sabi po nung anak ko minsan nagtanong sa akin, sabi niya, Dad, bakit ganun? Sabi ng, uh, sabi ng isa sa mga, o sabi ng pastor namin doon sa school na aking pinapasukan, eh, Ang December 25 daw ay holiday ni Satan. Bakit daw tayo nagsiselebrate ng Christmas? At saka sabi niya, hindi raw maintindihan. Bakit daw bang mga Kristiyano kinakailangan mag-celebrate ng Christmas? Eh, pastor ho yung nagsasalita sa kanila. Kaya, taka ko, bakit ganun yung kaisipan? Sabi ko, alam mo kung bakit uh, hindi niya ma-appreciate ang celebration ng tao because hindi nga niya maintindihan. Kasi sabi niya, hindi ko maintindihan bakit nag-celebrate ang Christmas. O kaya sabi mo sa, sa kanya, intindihin niya muna bago niya questionin. Kasi kaya nag-celebrate ang Christmas, we don't celebrate December 25. We celebrate the essence of Christmas. Okay? Kasi paano yan? Nagbabatian tayo ng Merry Christmas, wala pa naman December 25. ba? It's not really the actual date. Kasi kinahalin tulad natin sa birthday natin eh. eh pero kahit na nga ang birthday natin, misan... May belated happy birthday, may advanced happy birthday, hindi ba? Kahit na nga nung araw, minsan birthday eh. Oh, di ba si Bossing laging araw-araw, winabati siya ng happy birthday. <laughs> because it's not really the date, pagdating sa Christmas, lalo na, it's not really about the date. We don't celebrate the date. We celebrate the essence of the coming of Christ here. Nasa kanyang pagpunta rito sa lupa, nagkatawang tao siya at siya ay isinilang doon sa pasabsaba ng hayop. Okay? Isinilang siya doon at pagkatapos, pagdating ng age 30, nagsimula siya na kanyang public ministry, three and a half years, then after that, he died, and after three days, he rose again from the dead. It's the essence of the Lord's coming here for our salvation that we celebrate. Amen? Yun yung ating pinagdiriwang, it's not December 25. Alam nyo, kung titignan nyo talaga sa cultic calendar, lahat ho ng dates, yung 365 years, may katapat ho na cultic celebration. Okay? Pero tayo, we believe, every day is a day with Jesus. Amen? This is the day that the Lord has made. Amen? So bakit mo kisa-celebrate yung, kung December 25, holiday pala ni Satan, why do you celebrate the holiday of Satan? It's better for us to celebrate the essence of Christ's birth than to celebrate the holiday of Satan. Kaya tayo ho, it's not really so much on the date. We are so much concerned about the message of the Lord's coming, the very reason why He was born on the, uh, He was born in Bethlehem. At yan ay dahil sa inyo, at sa akin, at sa dakilang pagmamahal ng Diyos sa buong sangkatauhan. Amen? Is that worth celebrating? Yes, of course. And the very reason kung ba't nagkakaroon ng exchange gift, it is a gesture of the way God gave us gift. Okay? Dahil si ang unang nagbigay ng regalo sino? Ang Diyos. Binigay niya si Jesus na nagbigay sa atin naman ng kaligtasan. So, kaya tayo nagbibigayan sa isa't isa because that is our own gesture of demonstrating what God did for us. Ang regalo laging maganda at libre. May nagbigay na ba sa inyong regalo na may bayad? 
Nako, huwag kayong papalin lang. <laughs> ang lahat ng regalo ay libre. So, yan po, ito po ating Christmas series. Pag-uusapan po natin sa loob ng tatlong linggo. At ang atin pong uh, title ngayon is Despite Loss Opportunity. Okay, by the way, nirumind ko lang po kayo na sa, sa December 24. Alam nyo na ba? Masabi kanina, no? Announcement. December 24, meron po tayong service dito. And I think that's Tuesday. 1 o'clock. 3 o'clock at saka 5 o'clock service. So, bago kayo magkainan ng mga lechon, bago magkainan ng masasarap na pagkain, maganda ho makapagbigay muna tayo ng panahon ng pagsamba sa ating Diyos. Amen? Okay. The title of our series today, uh, of our topic today is Despite Lost Opportunity. At tayo ko lamang munang basahin yung buong, yung <coughs> teksto natin yung background text natin sa buong tatlong linggo. Okay? Sabi ng Galatians 4, verses 4 to 5, dyan po nakasentro yung tatlong linggo na ating pag-uusapan. But when the time had fully come, okay, meaning that is the opportune time, the strategic time, the kairos time, the perfect time of God. But when the time had fully come, God sent His Son, born of a woman, born under law, to redeem those under law that we might receive the full rights of sons. Kaya po yung sinasabi ko, ang dahilan kung bakit si Kristo nagkatawan tao, isinilang, namatay at nabuhay, is sa redemption ng bawat isa sa atin. Allow me to read also Romans 3, 25 to 26. This is our foundational verse for the entire three series. God presented Him as a sacrifice of atonement through faith in His blood. He did this to demonstrate His justice because in His forbearance, he had left the sins committed beforehand unpunished. He did it to demonstrate His justice at the present time. So, as to be just and the one who justifies those who have faith in Jesus. Medyo may kahabaan. But let me just tell you, na yung salitang justice ay napakalaga. Sabihin nga ninyo, justice. Pag sinabi mo may justice, it could either ikaw ay naakwit o ikaw ay nahatulan. Okay? When Jesus Christ died on the cross and rose again from the dead, He shed His precious blood, lahat ng sumampalataya kay Heso Kristo ay nabigyan ng katarungan. Ibig sabihin, sila po ay napawalang sala na dahil yung kanilang sala ay binuhat ni Kristo. Amen? Now, doon naman sa mga nag-reject sa Kanya, doon sa mga ayaw tumanggap sa Kanya, beginning that day up, forward hanggang sa ating panahon, they will receive the punishment due to them. Why? Because they rejected the source of life. So yun din po ay justice. Bakit sila mahatulang? Dahil sila nga po ay nagkasala and they refuse to give their lives to Jesus. So yung mga mananampalataya, maabsuelto na sila dahil kinuha na Jesus yung kanilang kasalanan. Okay? Hinilinis na sila ng banal na dugo ng Panginoong Isus. Pero sa mga ayaw manampalataya, ang kanilang kasalanan ay nananatili sa kanila at ang kabayaran ng kasalanan ay kamatayan. And that's what you call God's justice. But praise God, alam ko po sa oras na ito, ang mga kaharap ko ay mga taong hinugasan ng banal na dugo ni Jesus. Amen? Okay, tumayo po tayo lahat at basahin po natin ang ating main text for this topic. Okay. Kusan po natin dito sa so may Luke chapter 1 beginning verse 5 up to 10. And we are going to talk about the life of Zechariah and at the same time, Elizabeth, his wife. Luke chapter 1, beginning verse 5 to 10. When Herod was king of Judea, there was a Jewish priest named Zechariah. He was a member of the priestly order of Abijah. And his wife, 
Elizabeth was also from the priestly line of Aaron. Zechariah and Elizabeth were righteous in God's eyes, careful to obey all the Lord's commandments and regulations. They had no children because Elizabeth was unable to conceive and they were both very old. One day, Zechariah was serving God in the temple for his order was on duty that week. As was the custom of the priest, he was chosen by lot to enter the sanctuary of the Lord and burn incense. While the incense was being burned, a great crowd stood outside praying. Let's bow down ahead. Lord, tulungan mo po kami na maintindihan ng iyong mga salita. Makita po namin ng iyong minsayang napapaloob sa mga talatang ito na amin pang pagbubulay-bulayan. Inihiling po namin ang pangalan ni Jesus ay tunay na maitanghal sa aming kalagitnaan. Salamat po, O Diyos, itong aming dalangin sa pangalan ni Jesus. Amen. Makakupuho tayong lahat. Okay. Dadaloy po tayo sa ganito pong pangangaral. Pag-usapan po natin ang pangako ng Panginoon personally kay Sikaraya at sa buong sangkatauhan. And the way it was revealed, kaya po yung una is pag-usapan is the revelation kung paanong ipinakita yung kapahayagan ng pangako ng Panginoon kay Zechariah. At pangalawa, yung kanyang reservation doon sa pangakong ibinigay. At pangatlo ay yung realization ng pangako. Ibig sabihin, yung kaganapan ng pangako. Well, let's talk about the revelation. Now, sa Luke chapter 1, verse 11, ang sabi doon, si Zechariah was in the sanctuary. Si Zechariah, tandaan nyo, isang priest, isang saserdote. Okay? At ang isang saserdote, ay nagbu- ang trabaho niya ay sa loob ng templo. Now, Si Siraya at saka si Elizabeth po ay mag-asawa. Okay? Sila pong dalawa ay, binasa natin kanina, wala silang anak. At noon po, kapag ang babae ay hindi po magkaanak, noon po isang malaking kahihiyan yun para sa kanya. Dahil kinukonsider ang isang babae hindi nanganganak sa panahong yun ay nasa ilalim ng sumpa. Okay? Hindi ho yan sa ating panahon, kundi sa kanilang panahon. Now, Kaya naman kapag ang isang babae ay barin, laku po napakalaking kahihiyan yun sa kanila. Pero hindi po yun ang naging hadlang para sila ay hindi magpatuloy sa kanilang pagsunod. Katunayan, dinescribe ng Bible, sila ay righteous and devote. At sila ay laging careful sa pag-ubay ng commandments ng Panginoon. At yun po ang kanilang spiritual status sa mga sandaling yun sa kabila na sila ay walang anak at hindi sila kompleto bilang isang pamilya, sila ay matapat pa rin na naglilingkod sa Panginoon. And I pray, ganun din sa bawat isa sa atin, kung meron mang mga bagay na hindi kompleto sa buhay natin, o wala pa yung sagot ng Panginoon sa panalangin natin, hindi tayo hihinto ng paglilingkod sa Panginoon. Amen. But they never stop actually praying. Sila'y patuloy na nalalangin, bagamat medyo, syempre sila po ay may edad na, parang ang hirap ng intindihin, at unawain kung paanong mangyayari ang Himala. Now, ang sabi po roon, while Zechariah was in the sanctuary, an angel of the Lord appeared to him, standing to the right of the incense altar. Si Zechariah po ay busy sa paglilingkod sa Panginoon nang ang anghel ay magpakita sa kanya. It was into that atmosphere that God revealed to him something through an angel. Sabi ng verse 12, Zechariah was shaken and overwhelmed with fear when he saw him. Kahit sino namang makakita ng anghel, medyo matatakot ka. Bakit? Dahil siyempre, yung mga anghel, taglay-taglay nila ang kabanala ng Diyos. And we know that wala naman tayong taglay-taglay na kabanala ng sariling atin, so ang tendency mo talagang matakot ka. Adyan po ba kayo? May karanasan ako ba kayong makakita ng anghel? Huwag niyo akong titigan, kanilang makakahiya eh. 
Sabi, pinapatungkol nyo ito sa akin eh. Okay. Tingnan nyo katabi nyo. Hindi ho ang hilyan. Okay. Sabi ng verse 13, But the angel said, Don't be afraid. Sabi natin, Don't be afraid. So sabi kay Sikariah, Don't be afraid, Sikariah. God has heard your prayer. Your wife, Elizabeth, will give you a son and you are to name him John. Okay. Sa madaling salita, ito pala ay matagal na nilang pinapalangin mag-asawa. At ang sabi ganun, God has heard your prayer. Kayo ho ba may mga dalangin kay sa puso na wala pang sagot? Taas po ang kamay ng mga may panalangin sa kanilang puso wala. Hindi pa sinasagot din. Taas ang kamay. Yan. Yung hindi nagtaas, wala kayong panalangin. Kasi ewan ko kung nananalangin kayo. Totoo yun. Ako may panalangin ako, hindi pa sinasagot ni Lord. Kasi nananalangin nga ako, kaya may panalangin ako. Pero kung hindi kayo nananalangin, walang sasagutin si Lord. You may just be wishing upon the star. Sana meron akong house in lot, sana may kochi ako. Hindi pa mas maganda kung panalangin mo na lang sa Panginoon kaysa i-wish mo, tumingin ka sa langit. Di ba? Prayer is important dahil doon nagsisimula ang lahat ng mga dakilang bagay sa buhay natin. Doon isinisilang, kumbaga parang Isang babaeng nagbubuntis, inaalagaan yun. Hindi naman kagad pag nagbuntis, anak agad eh. Nakakita na ba kayo nun? Wala, di ba? Ewan ko kung nakita na kayo, pero wala akong nakita. Siyam na buwan yan. Ibig sabihin, inaalagaan yun. Hanggang sa maging healthy, na ilalabas yung baby. So, tulad sa panalangin. Nagpipray mo muna yung isang bagay, okay? even ahead of time, and in God's own time, in God's opportune time, on just in time, God will give it to you. Amen? So, ganun po nangyari. Ang sabi ron, God will give, I will give you a son, okay, talking about God, and you are to name him John. At sa sabi ng verse 14, you will have great joy. Sabi nyo, great joy. And gladness. And many will rejoice at his birth. Totoo naman, kapag ang Panginoon may pinangako sa inyo at sinagot niya, talagang mapapatalong ka sa tuwa. Hindi ba? Why? Because you know that's an answered prayer from God. Kaya magre-rejoice ka talaga kay Lord at lahat ng bagay na galing kay, kay Lord will not add trouble to it. That's why you have to rejoice. Amen? Now, kung titingnan po natin yung kanilang kalagayan, parang isipin mo, may panalangin sila, matagal na silang nagpipray, but they never gave up. That's why God said to them, narinig ng Diyos yung inyong Sabi ng anghel, narinig ng Diyos yung inyong palalangin. Ano ang atmosphere ni Sikaraya nung ipinahayag sa kanya yun? He was inside the temple serving God. My question is, are we in the midst of putting our trust in God and continuously serving the Lord kahit wala pang answered prayer? Si Sikaraya naroon sa ganun nung dinatin siya ng kapahayagan. Tandaan niyo ito. It's so hard to hear the voice of God if you are not in His presence. Pastor naman, eh, di ba, we are already the temple of the Holy Spirit. The Spirit is in us. Yes, hindi naman nababawasan yung presence ni Lord sa buhay mo. Kaya lang, yung sensitivity mo to hear Him, hindi mo ganong makatch yun eh. Kasi if you are not spending time communing with God, you can't hear His voice clearly. And before God would manifest one thing, He would give you His word first. Adyan po ba kayo? Kaya nga importante, kapag ka mayroong healing, is makikinig muna ng salita ng Diyos bago ipanalangin yung mga may sakit eh, para nabibuild din yung faith sa kanila. Now, 
Tandaan po ninyo, tayo po ay nananalangin sa Panginoon. We are expecting an answer. Pero yung, alam po ninyo, yung ma-strengthen yung faith mo all the more, once you make yourself busy praying, busy spending time with God, and busy serving Him. Because ang buhay mo ay nakasentro, hindi doon sa answered prayer, kundi nakasentro pa rin kay Kristo. Amen? Sometimes we become discouraged kapag wala pa yung sagot sa prayer natin. You may not have your answered prayer right now, but you have Jesus. And the center of your life is not the one thing that you are desiring for your life. Kundi ang buhay mo dapat nakasentro pa rin kay Kristo. Kaya nga kahit na may pagkain o wala, o may pagpapala o wala, masaya ka pa rin bakit dahil ang buhay mo nakasentro kay Kristo. Adyan po ba kayo? Ayaw makita ninyo ang konteksto na ang pagiging buhay kristyano ay ganito, nakasentro kay Kristo, hindi sa mga material na bagay, hindi sa mga bagay na dinidesire natin. Dahil to tell you honestly, hindi ho lahat ng dinidesire natin ay pwedeng ibigay sa atin. It so happened na si Elizabeth at saka si Zechariah because sila yung mga lingkod ng Panginoon, they were praying exactly in line with the will of God. Because prayer is not manipulating the mind of God. Prayer is aligning yourself with God. So pag nananalangin ka, ang pinapanalangin mo is nalilinya sa kalooban ng Panginoon. Kaya sinasagot yun ng Diyos dahil hindi pwedeng sagutin ng Diyos ang panalangin hindi niya kalooban. Amen? Kung si Lord papunta sa direksyong ganito, kumapit ka sa kanya, lumakad ka rin doon. Pero pagka si Lord papunta ron, papunta ka rito, delikado. Hindi ka sa, paano ko magkakaroon ng answered prayer? Now, ang pagkakaroon ng anak is something that's personal in the life of Zechariah and Elizabeth. Sabihin niyo personal. Do you believe that God is concerned with you personally? While it is true that God has planned for us universally, the entire world, God is still concerned with you personally. He actually knows your name personally. Adyan po ba kayo? Kahit na kayo yung nagpapanggap sa inyong pangalan, alam ni Lord kung anong tunay niyong pangalan. Alam ni Lord yung bilang ng buhok ninyo, lalo na kung konti na lang yan. Yeah, alam ni Lord ang iniisip ninyo sa akin ngayon kung mabuti o masama. Bakit nababasa ni Lord ang lahat ng bagay sa atin? Because God is a personal God. He is concerned with your personal problem, with your personal desire, with your dreams, with your aspirations, with your studies, with your work. God is concerned with you. Amen. Sabi mo sa katabi mo, God is concerned with you. He has a personal plan in your life. Sabi mo. Haba eh, no? Alimutan nyo na agad. Now, God promised him great joy and gladness by having a son. Sabi pa ng verse 15, For he will be great in the eyes of the Lord. He will, oh, he, he will be great in the eyes of the Lord. He must never touch wine or other alcoholic drinks. He will be filled with the Holy Spirit even before his birth. Alam niyo ba ang ibig sabihin nun? Ang ibig sabihin nun, si John the Baptist na siyang isisilang later on ay isang Nazirite. Ano yung Nazirite? Ang Nazirite, ang ibig sabihin, set apart exclusively for God's purposes. Kilala niyo si Samson? Si Samson, mahaba ang buhok. Bakit? Kasi Nazirite siya. Bawal ahitin ang buhok ng isang Nazirite. Kasi ibig sabihin, exclusively for God's purpose yan. Kaya hindi totoo na si Samson, yung lakas niya nanggagaling sa buhok niya. Hindi. Dahil talagang mahaba ang buhok niya dahil bawal putulan, dahil nazirite siya. Si John the Baptist, mahaba rin yung kanyang buhok. 
Bakit? Dahil kasi nazirait siya, palatandaan na si Lord may special na plano sa buhay ng taong ito. Andiyan po kayo. Bawal din uminom ng kahit anong alcoholic beverages dahil madidefile yung kanyang, yung kanyang pagkatao. At ang sabi rin, He will be filled with the Holy Spirit even before the birth. It is God's divine prerogative to do it because He has a special plan in the life of John the Baptist. Now, ito yung kanyang magiging role. And He will turn many Israelites to the Lord their God. He will be a man with the spirit and power of Elijah. Sino ba si Elijah? Si Elijah ay isa pong propeta. Mouthpiece of God, the spokesperson of the Lord. Meaning, si John the Baptist ay mayroon ding ganong spirit. He is also a prophet of God. At ang sabi ron, he will prepare, sabi nyo, prepare. He will prepare the people for the coming of the Lord. Wow! Sa pagdating ni Jesus, siya pala ang magpiprepare. He will prepare. Iahanda niya yung daan para sa Messiah, para kay Lord Jesus. Now, He will turn the hearts of the fathers to their children, and He will cause those who are rebellious to accept the wisdom of the godly. Now, makikita ninyo, si John the Baptist, na, anak, na magiging anak ni Zechariah, okay, later on, si Zechariah tumanggap ng promise kay Lord. Personal sa kanilang mag-asawa ang magkaroon ng anak. Pero hindi lang anak ang ibinigay ng Diyos sa kanila. Binigyan sila ng Nazirite, binigyan sila ng propeta, at binigyan sila ng forerunner ng Messiah. Adyan po ba kayo? That means John the Baptist is not just something personal to them, but John the Baptist is owned by God. Ang question doon sa mga bagay na hinihiling nyo sa Panginoon is just, is that something personal to you? O siya rin, yung bagay na hinihingi nyo ay gagamitin din for the glory of God? Diyan po kaya? Kaya yun yung sinasabing, Pastor, bakit naman kinakailang pag mag-aasawa, kinakailang kristyanong mapapang-asawa ko? Pwede naman kahit anak ng demonyo. <laughs> Ba't kinakailangan anak ng Diyos? Why? Because yung ibibigay na regalong asawa sa'yo ng Panginoon, dapat makatuwang mo for the honor and glory of God para sabay kayong lalago sa pananampalataya. Diyan po kayo. Hindi isang taong hahatak sa'yo papaba, kundi isang taong magdadala rin sa'yo pataas. Amen. So, anuman ang bagay na hinihingi ninyo sa Panginoon must not only be something personal to you but can be used by God to bless other people. If you are asking for money, if you are asking for property, ang tanong doon, anak, pansarili mo lang ba yan? Or you are thinking that that will be used also for God's glory. Amen. So, isipin ninyo ano yung hinihiling ninyo sa Panginoon ngayong oras na ito. Something that's personal to you but then it can be used by God. Kahit simple things eh. Ito nga ang damit na ito. Kahit mukha akong Christmas tree. But at least, relevant ako sa panahong ito. Pangalawang beses ko palang nagagamit. <laughs> Dahil Pasko lang nagagamit. <laughs> but at least it served God's purpose. Now, akala natin yung mga bagay na hinihingi natin, dapat pang personal lang. Tignan din natin kung paano yung bagay na ibibigay sa atin ng Painuon magamit for the glory of God. Si John the Baptist, hindi lang pag-aari ng kanyang mga magulang, pag-aari siya ng buksang katauhan dahil may, may role siyang gagampanan that has direct connection to the gospel of Jesus. Siya yung mauuna, mangangaral, magsasabi, the kingdom of God is at hand, repent, 
ihahanda niya ang puso ng mga tao sa pagdating ni Jesus. Amen. Anything that you have, if it is, if you connect it with the purpose and the will of God, that is the kind of gift that will truly glorify God. Amen. Mr. Cristiano, dami-dami may pera, pero yung Bible, lumang-luma. Hindi makabili man lang ng bago. Misang hindi na mabasa. Punit-punit na. Nakakabili ng laptop, nakakabili ng cellphone. 30,000, 50,000. Yung Bible, 1,000, hindi makabili. Wala akong pere. Adyan po ba kayo? Yung bagay na gagamitin mo, hihingin mo sa Panginoon, isipin mo rin, Lord, paano magagamit ito sa kaluwalatian mo? Adyan po ba kayo? Now, sa buhay po natin, may mga personal tayong kiniklaim from God, di ba? Dahil si Lord nangungusap naman sa atin and God will give us the desires of our hearts. But the timing of receiving is in the hands of God, not on our own. Maraming iniisip nyo, Lord, gusto ko ngayon eh. Pero si Lord, alam niya kung kailan yung strategic time para ibigay sa iyo. And when the Lord gives, it's always be just in time. God's time is not too late, not too soon. It is always a perfect time. So, ang problema sa atin, kulang tayo sa pasensya. Okay? Kulang tayo sa pag-aantay. Ang sabi ng Galatians chapter 6, verse 9, Let us not become weary in doing good, for at the proper time, we will reap a harvest if we do not give up. Alam nyo, si Zechariah, hindi siya huminto ng paglilingkod kay Lord. Hindi siya huminto ng pagiging priest. Pwede niya sabihin, Naku, kaya na kami, wala kami mag-anak na mag-asawa. O buti pa, wag na muna ako mag-priest, sa iba ko na muna ilipat yung mandato na maging priest. Wag muna ako. But no, Sekaraya remained serving God in the temple. He never stopped doing good, he never stopped serving God, he never stopped being holy, he never stopped being obedient to God. They were careful to do all the regulations of the Lord. Because... Katulad din ang sinabi rito sa Galatians 6 time, let us not become weary in doing good. For at the proper time, we will reap a harvest if we do not give up. Amen? Sabi mo sa katabi mo, don't give up. Sa pagsasalita niyo, parang give up na kayo eh. Don't give up. Huwag sabi, don't give up! Ganun. Don't give up. Eh, sa pagsasalita niyo, give up na give up na kayo eh. Okay. Why? Because God is faithful in all His promises. Sabi ng 2 Corinthians 1.24, No matter how many promises God has made, they are yes in Christ. Sabi niyo, yes in Christ. And so through Him, the Amen is spoken by us to the glory of God. Now, together with the personal promise is the universal promise of salvation. At si John the Baptist nga yung instrument to prepare the way for the Lord Jesus Christ. Now, it means it is God's serious intention to provide salvation for us from the very beginning. Hindi si Jesus, black isinilang na lang na parang naisipan lang na, buti pa, isinilang lang nga si Jesus, yan, bang! Hindi po. Even from the start, in Genesis 3.15, ipinangako na na ang binhi nang isang babae ay dudurugin ang ulo ng serpiente, si Satanas. And it talks about the Messiah who would come later on to provide salvation and destroy the works of the enemy. Katunayan dito sa Malachi 4 verse 5 to 6, in the same thing in the life of Elijah, ipinangako din, okay, itong si John the Baptist, 
Pero ang sabi ron, Prophet Elijah. Okay, basahin natin. Sabi ng Malachi 4 verses 5 to 6, See, I will send the Prophet Elijah to you before that great and dreadful day of the Lord comes. He will turn the hearts of the parents to their children and the hearts of the children to their parents or else I will come and strike the land with total destruction. So sinabi, yung prophet Elijah, that's actually John the Baptist, okay, who has the power and the spirit of Elijah. So, anong ibig sabihin ng mga talatang ito at yung sinabi doon sa Book of Luke? It talks about God's serious intention and serious plan to provide eternal salvation for us through Christ Jesus. Kaya kahit yung taong magpi-prepare ng way ni Lord, prinapisay na. Amen? Ganun po kaseryoso ang ginawa ng Diyos. It is the message that we have right now, the most power message of the gospel, the most powerful message, wherein Jesus Christ came, He was born, He made His public ministry, He died, rose again from the dead, and those who will believe in Him will not perish but have eternal life. God is serious in providing eternal salvation. Do we have the same heart? Are you serious of winning your loved ones for Christ? Are you serious in sharing the Word of God to your friends? Alam po ninyo, nakakapanghinayang mang tignan na marami pong namatay sa takloban. Pero mas nakapanghinayang po, marami rin ang namatay na hindi nakakilala kay Lord. Paano kaya kung isa ron sa mga namatay na yun ay kamag-anak nyo na hindi man lang ninyo na-share ng Word of God? It is time for us to take the responsibility of sharing the Word of God to people. All we have to do is to use our tongue. All we have to do is to pray for them so that makarating sa kanilang salita ng Panginoon. We are in a very dangerous time nowadays. We know that the coming of Jesus Christ is already approaching. And yet, mga Kristiyano, parelax-relax pa rin. Still concerned with something that's very personal. Walang outside of God's plan in their lives. Seryoso kayo ha? Pero seryoso rin huyo sinasabi ko. It is time. We may not know what may come along our way in this, in our in our time of history today, in our generation. That is why it's time for the church to be real church. It's time for Christians to be true believers of Jesus Christ. If we know the message, we have the most power, powerful message that can change people's lives and that can transform people and provide them with salvation. Amen. The ball is in our hands. Let us not fail God. Whatever God has given you, binigyan ka ni Lord ng trabaho, yung mga kasama mo sa opisina, share mo ng salita ng Diyos. Ilagay ka ng Diyos ay isang magandang bahay, sa isang subdivision, use that as an opportunity to share the word of God to people. Nilagay ka sa isang magandang universidad, na opportunity na magpag-aral, share the word of God to your fellow students. Let us use the things that we have for the honor and glory of God to share His word. The heart of God is serious and His intention is serious in providing salvation for men. Dapat ganun din po yung puso natin. Seryoso rin po tayo. Amen ba? Okay. Now let's talk about the reservation in the heart of Zechariah. Because of course, tao lang siya eh. Ang nakikita niya yung limitation. Sabi rito sa Luke 1 verse 18, Zechariah said to the angel, How can I be sure this will happen? I am an Old man now, and my wife is also well along with years. Nahinto muna tayo doon. 
Sabi niya, how can I be sure this will happen? Paano ko makakasiguro? Now, yung makakita ka ng anghel mula sa Panginoon is something na dapat mo nang ipagpasalamat sa Diyos dahil hindi ordinary yung nangyayari yun. Amen? Pagkayo ba nakakita kayo ng anghel, anong magiging reaction ninyo? Wala lang. Diyan siya. <laughs> anghel yun ng Panginoon. Okay? Mensahero ng Diyos. Pag may sinabi sa'yo, Imbis na ikaw ay manampalataya, ang sabi na, eh, paano ako makakasiguro? Eh, ako'y matanda na, yung asawa ko'y matanda na. Paano mangyayari? Misan ganun tayo eh, sigurista tayo. Paano ako mabibless, mabibless daw ako, babaguhin daw ni Lord yung buhay ko? Paano yun? Misan ganun tayo, puro pagdududa, imbis na pagtiwalaan natin kung ano yung sinasabi ng Panginoon sa buhay natin. And that will that will hinder the blessing that we are asking from God. Now, sabi ng angel, the angel said, I am Gabriel. I stand in the very presence of God. I was he who sent, it was he who sent me to bring you this good news. Now, bakit ang pagsilang ni John the Baptist ay isang good news? It is good news because it is connected to the good news of our salvation. Capital G, capital N, good news. And that is the good news of Christ coming. Bakit naging good news ang pagdating ni John the Baptist? Because John the Baptist will become an instrument to the actual good news that will come wherein Jesus Christ will be born and will become our Savior. Is that a good news for you? Kaya yun connected. Now, ito pong si Sikaraya, eh, hindi makapaniwala. Eh, Sabi ng Bible, it is impossible to please God without faith. He who comes to God must believe that He exists and He rewards those who diligently seek Him. Ito siya, hindi, hindi niya makonstruct sa kanyang isipan kung paano mangyayari yun. Kaya anong mangyayari ito? But now, since you didn't believe what I said, you will be silent. Sabi niyo, silent. silent. And unable to speak until the child is born. For my words will certainly be fulfilled at the proper time. God has His own time for everything. You just have to believe. Pero dahil sa hindi siya naniwala, ang sabi ron, hindi ka makapagsasalita. Iniisip ko, oh, ano kayong logic? Bakit hindi magsasalita? Na, hindi lang siya nanampalataya, hindi na siya makapagsalita. Kayo, anong masasabi niyo? hindi rin kayo makapagsalita. Wala ba kayong palanampalataya? Naisip ko yung kwento noon sa Jericho March. Alam yung Jericho March? Sila Joshua, nagliko, nagumikot sila ng pitong ulit. Una, pitong araw. Ikapitong araw, yung seven times. Ang sabi lang ng Panginoon sa kanilang, huwag kayong magsasalita. Kahit isa sa inyo, walang magsasalita. Di ba napakahirap yon? Yeah. Pitong araw ka, huwag magsasalita. Ako, parusa sa mga kababaihan yun. <laughs> so, Marcha, alam niyo kung bakit sinabi ni Lord na huwag silang magsalita? Dahil kapag sila'y nagsalita, marahil lang lalabas sa kanila. Ano ba itong ginagawa natin? Para tayo nasisira ng bait nito, lakad tayo ng lakad ah. Anong saysay nito para bumagsak ang walls of Jericho? Kaya sila pinagbawalan ng Diyos na magsalita dahil puro pagdududa ang lalabas sa kanila. At kapag ang confession nila ay puro negative, hindi natin naasahan na makakakilos ang Diyos sa mga taong walang pananampalataya. Are you there? 
Kaya sabi kay Sekeraya, wag hindi ka makapagsasalita because you didn't believe. Hindi kayo makapagsalita, no? <laughs> now, sabi po rito sa verse 21, Meanwhile, the people were waiting for Zechariah to come out of the sanctuary, wondering why he was taking so long. When he finally did come out, he couldn't speak to them. Then they realized from his gestures and his silence that he must have seen a vision in the sanctuary. Kaya kung mga kapatid, ang pananampalataya natin dapat align do sa sinasabi ng ating bibig. Kasi out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speak it. Okay? Kapag ano yung sinasabi ng bibig mo, doon na ipapahayag yung pananampalataya ang nasa puso mo. Kaya ngayon, kung meron ka pagdudun sa puso mo, buti papigilan mo na kagad yung bibig mo kaysa makapagsalita, maririnig pa ng kaaway. At pag narinig ng kaaway yan, may inspire siyang hadlangan lalo ang mga bagay na dapat ay bigay sa iyo ng Diyos. Adyan po kayo? So, now, ito po yung isang magpapayag ng katapatan ng Panginoong realization ng pangako. When God promised, He fulfills. Amen? Even though we are faithless, the Lord would still be faithful to us. Sabi po ng verse 23, when Zechariah, Zechariah's week of service in the temple was over, he returned home. As soon after, soon after his wife, Elizabeth became pregnant and went into seclusion for five months. At ang verse 25 ang sabi, How kind the Lord is, she exclaimed. He has taken away my disgrace of having no children. Because finally, si Elizabeth po ay nagbuntis ng ibig sabihin, malapit ng isilang si John the Baptist at naganap ang pangako ng anghel. She used to be in disgrace because wala siyang anak, but the grace come upon him, upon her. Lahat tayo, makasalanan, lahat tayo was in, were, were in disgrace. Nasa kahihiyan dahil sa kasalanan. But when Jesus Christ came and we put our faith in Jesus, ang natanggap natin ay yung grace ni Lord sa buhay natin. Amen? It's a promise of God. Nasabi ng verse 57, When it was time for Elizabeth's baby to be born, she gave birth to a son. And when her neighbors and relatives heard that the Lord had been very merciful to her, everyone rejoiced with her. When the baby was eight days old, they all came for the circumcision ceremony. They wanted to name him Zechariah after his father. Tignan nyo ha, maganda naman yung ipapangalan. Kapangalan sa kay Zechariah, Zechariah Jr. ang gustong ipangalan. Pero sabi ni Elizabeth, No, his name is John. Dahil yung John, yun yung pangalang ibinigay ng anghel at galing yun sa Panginoon. Amen? So it's like saying, No, our son is not about Zechariah, our son is about God. No, his name is John. So ito si Elizabeth, his, her confession was actually aligned to the will of God. Is our confession aligned to the will of God? They exclaimed, there is no one in all your family by that name. So they used gesture to ask the baby's father what he wanted to name him. So si Kasikaraya yung tinanang. He motioned for a writing tablet. Tanyo, uso na yung tablet noon. Kalaan nyo, ngayon lang yan, ha? Yan din yung ginamit ni Moses sa pagsusulat ng Ten Commandments. Luma na tayo. Mas na na sila. He motioned for a writing tablet. And to everyone's surprise, he wrote, His name is John. 
So look at what happened. When finally, okay, itong si Zechariah aligned his action. Kasi hindi naman magsalita eh, so sinulat lang nito sa tablet. Okay? When he aligned his action to the will of God, what happened? Instantly, Zechariah could speak again and he began praising God. Biglang nakapagsalita ulit si Zechariah. Bakit? Because nai-align na yung kanyang gesture sa kalooban ng Panginoon. My question is, is your life aligned with God? Is your confession aligned with God? Is your relationship with your wife, with your children, your relationship with your friends aligned with the will of God? Because si Zechariah, si Elizabeth, and later on si John the Baptist became instruments by which God brought His Son into this world. Sila po ay naging vessel and channel ng Panginoon para ihanda ang pagdating ng ating Panginoong Jesus. Nagawa ng Diyos yun sa kanilang buhay because they aligned themselves to the will of God. Ang question po, ang buhay ba natin ay naka-align kay Lord? Minsan ina-align lang natin sa blessing. Ang question ko, naka-align ba yan sa kalooban ng Panginoon? Kayo bang mag-asawa, ang buhay ba ninyong mag- naka-align sa kalooban ng Panginoon? O lagi kayong nagbabangayan? Naka-align ba yung mga gusto ninyo sa kalooban ng Panginoon? Because your marriage is not just about you. Your marriage is about God. In such a way that John the Baptist is not about Zechariah. John the Baptist is about Jesus Christ. Church, the blessing that we have is not about us. It's about the Lord being glorified in the prosperity of His people. The family that you have is not about you. It's about God moving in the life of your family members. One time Jesus Christ said in John 4.34, My food, Jesus said, or said Jesus, is to do the will of Him who sent me and to finish His work. Ano yung work na finish ni Jesus? It's the work of our salvation. It is our salvation. He finished it on the cross. Mahirap. Mayroon siyang opportunity na umurong, pero sabi niya, Father, kumari sana lumagpas ang kopang ito, ba't hindi ang aking kalooban ang mangyari, kundi ang kalooban mo. Masakit man, he allowed himself to be killed on the cross just to finish that work because he loves you so much. He loves me, he loves us. In order to provide the salvation and to fulfill the plan of God for the ages, my food is to do the will of God. Can we say the same thing? My food is to do the will of God. When you live your life in Christ, you'll align yourself in God's timing and purposes. Kapag ipinamuhay po natin yung buhay na ito kay Kristo, maa-align po tayo sa timing and purposes ni Lord sa buhay natin. God would like to bless you, but this is, life is not about just a blessing. Life, your life, my life, our lives is about Jesus Christ. He's the author of life. He's the center of Christmas. The celebration of Christmas is not about us, not our relatives, our friends na bibigyan natin ng regalo. Christmas is about Jesus. Nothing more, nothing less. 
We hope you were inspired by that message. As we celebrate this joyous season and end 2013 in Thanksgiving, we invite you to join us in opening 2014 with a five-day prayer and fasting beginning January 6, 2014. Please watch out for further announcements. Merry Christmas and stay connected.